There he is. Captain Amara. Amarxia. Amarxia. Let's get this over with. Hello and welcome to Cardboard, the board game podcast. I'm Devon Body. And I'm Steve Davis. It is Aprisk. Yep, it is Aprisk. Aprisk. April Risk Month. April Risk Month. I don't know why April's so risky. April's just so but risky. But just look outside your door. Well, you look outside. Is it cold? Is it warm? You don't know. It's April. Right. No, I agree. Yeah. I don't know why you're looking at me. I did it. I, I just <laughs> glanced up because you weren't talking. <laughs> All right. So we are continuing our uh, adventures. Risk of rain. Our rain of risk. Yes. But different kind of risk. Uh, rain. Different kind of rain. Anyway, this week we are talking about Captain America, Marvel's Captain America Civil War Risk. It's a movie tie-in game that has a name. It's it's based on the hit film Captain America Civil War. It is, I would say, loosely based around the game of Risk. Yeah. Just a few common elements. It's also very loosely based around a scene in the movie. It's actually, yes, it actually is just loosely based around one scene. And even then, extremely loosely. Let's take out the characters that we came to love and replace them with army guys. Yeah, soldiers. Which I don't remember being part of the movie. Yeah, and also we're going to spend that time indoors instead of outdoors. Yeah. Also, the Quinjet is there, which wasn't there. There was a Quinjet. It just wasn't actively moving. Was it there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a Quinjet there. Anyway. It is fresh in our minds. We just finished playing it. I've actually had this game for almost two years now. We've never touched it. So uh, it was nice to nice to open the box and get to playing it. Now let's get to talking about it. Devon, what is in that box? What is in the box? Well, in the box, you have the map of the airport. Yeah. You have a Quinjet to run down the tracks. It is a paper Quinjet. You have a figurine of Captain America, the Falcon, Iron Man, and War Machine, yeah. as well as tokens for all your troops. Lots of good tokens. Yep. And you get a bag of dice, and you get five D6 dice, and two D8 dice. Yes. As well as the rules and, you know, separations to keep everything separate. And a few little other tokens for the board. And yeah. Things like that. Tokens, player boards. Cards. Character cards. Yeah, the whole, the usual thing. I think we should very, very briefly talk about how to play. Maybe just point out some of the differences between this game and a regular risk this one is actually pretty close to the risk formula you get a lot of reinforcing you get a lot of moving yeah attacks are important yeah a lot of those basic moves basic uh game moves yeah there's not much different except now there's some supplies on the board that you can capture yes there's security doors that you have to hack through Mm -hmm. and there's an airplane running down a runway and specifically a quinjet I mean, it says it's a Quinjet. It doesn't look like a Quinjet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, very loosely based around yeah. an actual Quinjet. The biggest difference here is the inclusion of the heroes and getting some special abilities. You can unlock uh, different abilities that each of these heroes has. Yeah. Which mostly adds some numbers to your dice. But a couple of them add, like, an extra attack or a way to increase their hit point pool or something. It's just little bonuses to help you in your uh, individual fights. I mean, let's talk about uh, some strategy. All right, so strategy one, 
don't start on the same side as your opponent. I mean, that seems... I mean... Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, that worked for you. Didn't work for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. Well, why don't you elaborate a little bit Yeah, more? so this board is split up into two sides. During the first couple of rounds, if you don't allow your opponent to get a card by taking one of your uh, properties, it does put them at the same disadvantage that you are for going first. Capturing those rooms is pretty important and not having someone on the same side of the map to stop you from taking them is is a big is a big plus go for the supply points there are supply points dropped throughout the map head to those as soon as possible uh, in one of those supply points will be the winter soldier whether it's in phase one or phase three you need to get that winter soldier that's part of that's one of the win conditions and I mean, uh, so there's one thing glaringly lacking in this game. In a regular game of Risk, the number of reinforcements you get when you're trading in cards uh, increases every time someone activates. That is not present in this game. Yeah, this one is fairly steady. But of course, this game only goes for four rounds. Sorry, would, five rounds. Five rounds, yeah. And I actually wouldn't even say it's steady at all because if you find yourself in a in a more of a fight and you aren't able to capture many more territories, you're not getting much uh, reinforcements. Yeah, once so, you're on that back foot, it's a little hard to come back from exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. So you you really want to get to a point where you can capture territories and, and really defend those territories. I'd say there's a few more choke points in this game, uh, a little bit more defendable, so I try to hold those choke points. Yeah. But again, this game only goes for five, goes around the table. Yes. Which does make it a very much of a time crunch. So you want to get yes. ahead early and stay ahead. It's also a team-based game. There are always four factions on the board. Two are on one side. The Iron Man and uh, War Machine. Iron Man and War Machine are on one side, and Captain America and Falcon are on the other side. Uh, they're always controlled. If you play two players, you control two separate factions and take two separate turns. But if it's a four-player game, then each player takes their own turn. But you're on teams. It's not four separate factions. Strategize with your teammates accordingly. Another right. strategy. What's Use that? your hero to attack, but try not to let them die. So the, the way the hero comes back is when the hero dies, it comes back at the end of your next turn, meaning you lose that. I mean, there's only five turns. Yeah, there's only five turns in this game. So yeah. you can die twice if you die on the first turn. You can die twice and come back twice. Yeah. It, that's the only. Yeah, yeah. That's the maximum number of times you could come back. Yeah, but you wouldn't actually be able to play on the last turn. They would just be back on the last turn. Yeah, back at the <laughs> end, yeah. Well, if you die on turn one, you'll be back in turn two. Oh, at the end of turn two. And then if you, you, you died on turn three, you'd be back at the end of turn four, just in time to probably die on turn five. Yeah. Yeah, if that's the case. At that point. Yeah. So um, don't let your hero die. That's a pretty tough one if, if that happens. Yeah, so they are the most powerful unit on the board. Well, yeah, right. they get the power-ups that you have. Those get added, not necessarily when it's just your hero attacking, but most commonly yeah. when the hero is attacking or defending. Yeah, and they also get to roll a D8 instead of the normal troops, D6. Yeah, so there's eight sides, the highest roll being an eight instead of the normal highest roll being a six. This version of Risk is a little strange to me. How so? The fact that there is like a moving room going through the middle of it as well as you fighting in an airport with just, like, nameless troops and stuff. It's Seems weird. a little strange it's with strange. the Civil War sort of idea, where it is just a bunch of superheroes that are fighting amongst themselves versus yeah. 
people being in charge of like armies of, of troops. Yeah, I mean, yeah, one thing we mentioned or we didn't mention is that Quinjet that is uh, going down the runway. It is a, a room that you can capture and hold. It's actually one of the uh, objectives for the end of the game. So I like that aspect of a moving room. It was kind of cool. It changed up uh, at the end of every turn uh, what rooms it was connected to. That was kind of cool. But at the same time, the symmetrical map, I have seen, I used to have a bit of a risk uh, app on my phone. Uh, that we enjoyed playing, and they would add in different maps. And the symmetrical maps that, that people try to make, they're always terrible. They're always terrible. There seems to be no balance, no sense of... Yeah, there's uh, not, like, really good choke points that you can have, and any, yeah. te- like, environmental event, it's just that you have, your opponent also has. Yeah, it's exactly the same. There's, I mean, it's basically four identical points on the map. It's yeah. like, just... They took a square, you cut it into four squares, and each of those are identical, just... Two of them are mirrored, and it's just a bit. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't. It doesn't feel. It almost feels like it's too balanced. Uh, it just doesn't feel real. Yeah. It doesn't feel like an actual map. Doesn't uh, an actual battle. It, yeah, it, I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, also yeah. knowing that there is only five rounds in this game makes it more likely to just take a big risk early on. That's like. I mean, you really should actually. Yeah. If I take this big risk and it pays off, then I pretty much won the game. Yeah, that sort of thing. <laughs> and if it if it doesn't pay off, you you pretty much lost the game. Yeah, I mean that happened to me too. I mean honestly, this is not normally we're sitting here and like like cheering on every game. I honestly I'm not a fan of this one. No, it, this one, even after a few plays, it's probably going to feel a little bit played out. It doesn't. It seems it was badly made in uh in a, in multiple senses. Yeah. One, the design, it just isn't, it's almost like they did no play test. The balance, there's no balance. Yeah. You, like Devon said, you get on that back foot, it's hard to come back. I don't think he sold it well enough. You start losing, you're not coming back. Oh, yeah. Well, one of my characters, just, I just said, I'm throwing them away. I'm throwing them away. I'm like, they're on the back foot. <laughs> yeah. They, you, you, they went on the back foot, but like, even had you wanted to come back, what options did you have? You didn't even have options. Nope. No. I could put down two pieces on the map, or I could hope I got completely wiped out so I could put yeah. down seven pieces. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was so happy I didn't wipe you out completely yeah. the first time. Well, that's the whole reason why I didn't wipe out all of your pieces when I right. had the chance. Right, I'm like, I'm just right. going to avoid doing that and try to get the uh, the capture point. Yeah, I think that's the big problem without adding in a secondary reinforcement, uh, a way to reinforce that's not tied to how many spaces you have on the map. Yeah. Because once someone starts uh, getting more uh, more control over the map and you have less, you can't come back. There's no other options other than, no, you need to control X amount of spaces to get X number of reinforcements. If someone uh, starts doing better than you, they're going to keep you from getting that, and you're just not going to be able to come yeah. back. Unless you have like incredibly good die rolls. But even in this game, there was a lot of points where the yeah. defense had taken out a lot of units yeah but the sheer number that you have to take out will eventually surpass the amount of reinforcement you're getting if someone say is in control of a couple different areas yeah exactly yeah so it it actually needed a few of the features that were in the star wars risk where they do have like another front that you're dealing with yeah maybe something to just offset what's happening on the board either to a avoid the situations where one person's going to completely overrun everyone else like within two turns or to at least have another option if 
you get on that back foot and can't come back. At least you yeah. have another front to, to focus on. Like maybe have the uh, two characters that are on the same faction on like different boards. Yeah. You yeah. Just have like two battles going on. At so, the same uh, like almost like two battles or, uh, or even like you said, like in Star Wars Risk, like something that's different, not just a straightforward battle, but you still need to spend resources to control. Unfortunately, I mean, I, I mean, I love Marvel. Love Captain America Civil War. It was a great movie. But this uh, this game... Didn't... Well, I don't know if it was a great movie. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I think it's a great movie. I just don't think this game is A, representative of that movie, and B, it, this doesn't feel like a good game. I'm just going to say it. I'll, I'm, I hope I will play it again. Pieces are a little light. Oh, my word. Let's <laughs> talk about that. The cardboard pieces they included, it is... I can't even, I think, legally call it cardboard. I believe it, it is cereal box cardboard. It's about, <laughs> I, mean, I would say it's just about cereal box cardboard. Yeah. Uh, laminated on both sides, so marginally stronger than yeah. a cereal box, just just because it's laminated on both sides. Yeah, it's about cereal but box. It's, but it is about cereal, <laughs> that's a good point. So, I mean, think about that. That is just, that is absolutely cheap quality, and uh, to me, it feels cheaply made. I'm sorry. Just like, and I'm talking in design. Yeah, I don't. I did not. I mean, I lost, but I had good opportunity as I wasn't just trampled on the whole I time. I mean, it was. It, this isn't. I mean, maybe there's a bit of bitterness from the loss, but not I think really. you only lost because of the door opening mechanic just not going in your favor, and it worked in my favor. I don't even think so. I don't think so because what would have happened had I opened the door and got Winter Soldier? You had the troops to just march in there and take it. So that did that. What that didn't do I mean, it. You would have just marched through everything. <laughs> you would have marched through everything. Yeah. So what would point. have happened? You got you had two turns where you got two turns of five where you got twelve reinforcements. Yeah. And at that point, twelve is uh, a lot. So no, I don't think that would have made a difference. Yeah. This had I played slightly more aggressively, you would have had even less units to, to work with. Yeah, you were you were playing cautiously in to defend once you got the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's like, I had no hope of even breaching. I had maybe one tiny hope of breaching one line, but yeah. I couldn't have moved through. But you'd have to roll like five, I would, six, I would six, have had six, to get five, six, eight, eight. High rolls. <laughs> and, but I st had I defeated you with not taking a single loss, I wouldn't have had enough pieces to actually make it to the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it didn't, it didn't matter. Yeah. It didn't. I actually, on the last turn, I actually conceded the match because there was physically no way. Yeah. Unless literally I rolled all sixes, and he rolled all, you know, less than six. Yeah, because there's the three missions in this game. You want to be in control of the Winter Soldier, be on the Quinjet when it's leaving the airport, and you want to control the most rooms. Yeah. You had the most rooms. You had the Winter Soldier. I had the Quinjet, but, but all it was was Had I War Machine. gone through all the rolls, yeah. I probably would have taken it. I had War Machine time. with, what, 3 HP? Yeah. 2 HP? Something like that? So and I had, was pretty much what, done. 17 pretty units on that? Something like that. Yeah. With so Captain America. So it was Eventually, done. Was done. it probably would have went in my Again, favor. had I rolled an 8 every single roll, sure. Yeah. I would have held it. <laughs> and I still would have lost because I wouldn't have had the most rooms or the uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. You would have beat me 5 to 3. Instead, you beat me essentially eight nothing. There's not much left to really say. We're we're really talking about our feelings here. And that's I, what we're here for. Yeah, I think it's a it's a board game and I mean, it's strategy. So I enjoy it in that sense. The uh, design on the actual figures isn't bad. Uh, the figures look great. <laughs> figures look great. That's fine. 
round plastic pieces are fine. Yeah. I don't really care. They're stackable, which is not nice. an airport turn terminal. Not something but symmetrical. I feel like in the movie there was like one battle going on in a terminal, and everyone else was on like the tarmac. Yeah, I like mean something like that. I mean that's fair. That's fair. I, I for me, I don't really care about the the in game setting. So much as I don't like a symmetrical map. But again, that's yeah. more of an aesthetic thing that I can get past. I did like the Quinjet aspect where it's moving. I did like that. I, I think five phases was way too short. But on the other hand, when you can get that powerful that fast, it doesn't prolong the agony. Yeah. <laughs> so on that I mean, sense, it's all right. What I got that powerful because I rolled a four on an eight-sided dice on the first turn. That's basically <laughs> After taking, like, three tries. I think you're attributing, like, just getting some luck while you got that powerful. No, you just were able to hold on, but then it that just spirals. So yeah. I, I, I wouldn't have just attributed it to luck. You played well, um, maybe got a couple stronger rolls or versus my bad rolls or something, but you held, you held your territory, and that brought out the imbalance of the game, where yeah. it just spiraled you all the way to the top. Yeah, it's, uh... Just disappointing. Just disappointing. Especially after having it for like two years. I mean, to... you enjoyed looking at the box. And being like, man, that even. game... I didn't even. <laughs> that game's going to be so fun when I finally get to play it. Uh, no, listen. I am looking forward to playing this game listen. one day when I do get the chance to play it. <laughs> oh, I dreamed of it every day. Which, I mean, was probably no, more um... enjoyable than the actual game that we did get to play. And movie-based products are typically cheaper, not well-made. Yeah. Okay. I get There's that. There's some exceptions. I get that. It's it's in it's, general those tie-ins tend to have yes. just a rushed sort of quality to them. Yeah. So I mean, the Spider-Man Two video game for the Xbox, Xbox 360, one of the best Spider-Man games to have been made. At yeah. least at the time, it was the best. So movie-based uh, things can be very good, but um, this one was not. Star Wars Risk, based on Return of the Jedi. But to me, tremendous. Loved it. But uh, Captain America Civil War Risk, probably going to get my lowest rating yet. Speaking of which, we should just rate this thing and move on. If we, if we don't have good <laughs> things done to talking say. talking about this. Yeah, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. Let's, well, we've I already think, said it. We've said our we've said our <laughs> ungood things, so I think we can just rate this and move on. I'm just going to make my rating is not great. All right. I'm going to say taking your shoes and belt off at airport security. Annoying prepared for it and it's necessary i mean it's not <laughs> entirely necessary. not entirely necessary yeah but i get you, I get you. i'm just saying not it is it. definitely an inconvenience definitely an inconvenience definitely not what <laughs> you were hoping this for game. it was an inconvenience <laughs> it was All not right. what you were hoping not for what you were hoping for people are playing are in the same experience as you are but you gotta go through that game but everyone's miserable yeah <laughs> you just gotta get through it i like that i like that one all right that's all we have for Marvel's Captain America Civil War Risk. Yeah. It's um, making me feel different about Ape Risk. What's the next one? So next week, we're going to be talking about a game we have played multiple times uh, and we have enjoyed. It is Halo Risk. See, that one took a lot more chances with their Risk formula. We'll, we'll see. We'll talk about it next we'll week. We'll talk about it. I, uh, <laughs> we'll talk about it next time. It's got a few differences in it as well. Not as many differences as I think maybe Star Wars or Civil uh, Civil War Risk, but um, it does have its own differences. So we'll be talking about that next week. 
our last episode of Apris. Please tune in. Follow us on our social media at Cardboard Podcast on Twitter, no T, and at Cardboard Podcast with a T on Instagram. Like and subscribe. like and subscribe to our and YouTube review. channel. Subscribe, rate, and review on our various whatever wherever you can whatever podcast uh, listening app you have. Please uh, rate and subscribe us. In a good way, but if you don't like it, also do it in a bad way, too. Yeah. That's all we have. Thank you, everybody, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. All right, so are we burning this thing or what? Let's burn it down. Bye.